Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this Friday, April 21st edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Punick, Verzellini, and birthday boy Colin McLaughlin, the old 2-5 today. Thank you. Happy birthday. Celebrating his birthday by... Uh, using his new snapchat ai to write a hip-hop song we all have been using it it's kind of strange but at the same Addicting. time it actually has uh some cool features i guess it's my new uh, best friend <laughs> <laughs> they think that lamar jackson should sign pretty soon uh they also think that obj will be a great asset to the ravens how many yards do they think obj is gonna have Jazz. i didn't ask that I just asked it if it likes the sports mix, so we'll see if we get an answer about that. It told me it was going to listen to the show earlier. I love the sports mix. I think it's great to have a variety of different sports to watch. It doesn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the show on WR and <laughs> All right, right, let's, let's get, get back into this. Let's get into some sports here. 1230, we'll be joined again by Travis the Beast Bajan as he continues to promote the pooling for the Rams fundraiser set for next Wednesday at the Mountaineer Pub on Mid-Atlantic Parkway. Uh, in attendance will be Travis uh, Tyson, Tyson Bajan. Travis will be there. Travis will obviously be there. He'll be on the air with us for most of the time, I believe. It'll be Tyson Bajan, Joey Fisher, uh, Ronnie Brown, I believe, will be there. Yep. Brian and Walker. Brian Walker and then Coach Cater and I believe Coach McCook mm-hmm. might be stopping by for a little bit. Uh, but that we'll talk to him at 1230 more about that here as that is just a few five or so days away. Uh, but let's talk uh, some sports from the Eastern Panhandle last night, more specifically baseball. Last night in high school baseball, Hedgesville knocked off Washington 3-2. to Jackson West won a complete game on the mound, giving up five hits, two runs while striking out seven. The Eagles now set at 14-5, and 5-3 in the EPAC, while Washington fell to 8-3 and three and 1-6 and in the conference. Uh, back in that game, though, a positive taken out for Washington as I was glancing through Game Changer last night, kind of following the game. They got uh, Colin Reed back in playing a position on the field. He played third base last night and threw from third to first for the first time since his injury at Martinsburg back in, uh, was that late March? Yeah, so uh, definitely, you know, excited to see uh, what he can do out there on the field for uh, Washington whenever he's back from pitching obviously we don't know when that will be but to have him back in the field defensively is you know a huge asset and uh you know Colin Reed has been one of the best players in the EPAC over the past two years and I think if he would have stayed healthy we could have been talking about him as the EPAC player of the year because obviously he can hit the ball really well um you know he can uh field at a high rate and they certainly would like to have him out there and contributing on all sorts of all three levels of the game that he's able to contribute at um not only that he's a good base runner as well even though not a particularly fast guy so i think colin reed uh being back really back to full strength soon from a pitching perspective 
will be really helpful for Washington. Yeah, I think it will be as well. And, you know, Josh McCarthy on the mound last night, not a bad start. Five innings, five hits, three runs, three earned, three walks, one strikeout. Cam Gill, or, uh, yeah, Cam Gill. He came on at two innings, two hits, no runs, two walks, and two strikeouts. So, you know, just on the bad end of, a, you know, giving up three runs compared to two. So it was a relatively close game last night. And, uh, you know, I think that was about as competitive as, of an EPAC game as we'll see. Yeah, and that's what you always like to see. Us, we've talked about it all week. It's those teams in the mix in that two through five that always uh, it seems like have competitive games. It was the Jefferson Hedgesville game that we saw this week that surprisingly wasn't as close as all the other games that we have seen amongst those four teams. But uh, it was great for the Eagles to be able to bounce back at a win against Washington, who has also had a very up and down week this week and a very tough full week of games for them but I still like what both teams have and it's great that Reed's able to now play out in the field we saw him during the Mingo Bay Classic out with coach DeSarno uh, throwing around so you could see that it was just a matter of time before he was out on the field and it's only a matter of time now that he'll be healthy enough to pitch for them yeah and uh, good things coming, obviously, if you can get your get him back to pitching. He's one of the best pitchers, all-around players in the EPAC. Uh, moving on last night, Musselman fellow James Wood out of Virginia, 4-3 to three in eight innings. The Appleman now sit at 18-5, and five, hold the best record in the EPAC against a team out of Virginia. Uh, obviously a tough loss, but it took till eight innings. They... Uh, they were in the lead, 3 nothing in the as they went to the top of the sixth inning, bottom of the sixth inning, and then three runs and outburst from James Wood in the bottom of the sixth, and then uh, nothing until the bottom of the eighth inning as James Wood walked it off. Uh, but on the mound, Jason Myers, five innings, one hit, three runs, six walks, eight strikeouts. Trevor Bohr came in one and two-thirds innings, unfortunately took the loss. Three hits, one run, and... Not earned one walk, three strikeouts, uh, but uh, looks like a you know for, for a tough loss that it is to take there. It's it's a good Appleman night. They were able to get six hits across in a low scoring game, and uh, unfortunately they did strike out seven times as a team. Yeah, I mean, Mossman's been so good all year though. So to lose that game is definitely disappointing, considering you had a had a lead in the game and were playing well, um, but. You know, a loss to a non-conference team isn't the end of the world, and, and they'll bounce back. Uh, but th- kind of a disappointing loss, but if you're going to lose one, you know, at this point of the season, I think a loss to a non-conference out-of-state school isn't necessarily a bad thing, even though that's a team that you, on paper, would look at. And, and, and you did Muslim beat earlier be. in the year. Yeah, but, I mean, it happens from time to time. I think they played well through six innings, didn't play that great in the final few innings, but, um, you know, it is what it is. I got nothing else to add. I think Nick and you, Spencer, were both covering it at all. Somebody said so. Or Mike. I think it's Nick's. I don't know. We'll get it fixed. I was about to say, my headset's not too loud, so now it's off. I don't know. You can't hear anything? No, not in the headset. I can, like, barely hear, but it's like, now it's, like, kind of loud. That's fine. All right. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, let's move on tonight. We'll have some EPAC baseball action. 
EPAC baseball action on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10. WRNR TV on YouTube as Martinsburg hosts Spring Mills. Pre-game coverage set for 6.30. Uh, first pitch set for 7 p.m. It will be Martinsburg's uh, Hall of Fame night. One player going into the – or one uh, former football player going into the Hall of Fame is a guy that a lot of people know, Colin. And Nate Sowers. Uh, and Nate Sowers led the charge when Martinsburg first started getting good on the football field in the early 2000s, or started their reign of championships, I should say. Yep, it'll be a uh, another great event to honor all the inductees into this year's Hall of Fame class. Uh, so if you can make it down to P.O. Faulkner, do so. Support them. Get to watch a competitive game between Martinsburg and Spring Mills. And if not, watch on TV 10 or WRNR TV YouTube page or tune in on the radio. Should be a good one. We'll also have Martinsburg action tomorrow as they take on Grace Academy out of Hagerstown, Maryland. That game was originally scheduled for 12 p.m. Then it got moved back to 11 a.m. And now it is set for 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. We'll be on the air at 9.40 a.m. Colin will have the call. Uh, but other games going on here tonight. Uh, Musselman Hedgesville in a big EPAC matchup, a uh, sectional matchup that it is. And then Washington host Hampshire. Jefferson has a doubleheader at Greenbrier East uh, tomorrow. Hedgesville takes on Loudoun County of Virginia. Jefferson takes on one of the top teams in the state, Spring Valley. Spring Mills has a doubleheader against Elkins and Buchanan Upshur at Elkins. Uh, just your thoughts on what kind of the biggest games are in there. I think, my personally, I think Jefferson going up against one of the top teams in the state is going to see where they really are. We think they're up there, that they've they, proved themselves that they yes. could make, make it back to the state tournament. Uh, but that'll be a big test for them personally tomorrow if that game's able to get played. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know how many games are going to get played, if any, tomorrow. Uh, due to the weather that's supposed to be coming in, sounds pretty significant. So we'll see. I mean, obviously you hope the games get in. You like to watch high school baseball and, and see and make sure that these kids and teams get the full experience of the season in because you never know at this point in the year trying to reschedule may be very difficult to do so. So... I mean, we'll see what happens, but um, that's definitely a good matchup. I don't think there's too many super intriguing ones tomorrow, so out of all those, I think, yeah, you'd go with that Jefferson game. Yeah, I do too, but you got to always look forward to the conference matchups, especially at this point in the year where everybody's so competitive with one another, and it, eventually here shortly, the coaches will have to vote their one through seven, so you want to have some clarity and have teams that you expect to be in those top spots to get some wins. Otherwise, they continue to fall down potentially into those bottom spots, even though for the most part, yes, it goes one through seven. I think we're all pretty safe in saying what the exact orders are going to be in section one and section two. It's just combining them into that one through seven is the difficult part. Yeah, which would be the regional seedings for when they play the regional. Who would have the home field advantage? Unless you're number one, who knows? Uh, but a uh, good softball game that went on last night up at Washington as Washington came back to beat Hedgesville last night in what was one of the greatest softball games I followed along with on a game changer all season long. It was 4-1, to one, but it was uh, one nothing Hedgesville through five innings and through six and a half or five and a half innings and then it was a four-run outburst in the bottom of the sixth inning for Washington they get the win four to one and uh, they in 
they uh, have Matty Ruffner strike out 12 over seven innings. Uh, they are now 15-2 and two after beating Berkeley Springs 10-0 this morning. Uh, not sure why they're playing so early this morning, but uh, they're playing, and then they play again at 2 p.m. They play East Hardy before their final game of the season at Spring Mills on Tuesday. But uh, Washington, you know, locking up that sectional or that number two regional seed, really, if you were going to do it based upon record. Hypothetically speaking, we're not doing it based upon voting in our eyes. How they vote, I think you got to vote Washington as the number two team in the region. Yeah, I think you do too, right behind Jefferson, and then still probably put Hedgesville in that third spot, and then Spring Mills, Musselman, and then Hampshire Martinsburg right now. If those are your votes, you could probably maybe see a mix up in between that three and four spot since Hedgesville and Spring Mills has split with one another this year, but we'll have to see what the coaches decide. Yeah. Hedgesville's probably played the better softball as of late, so yeah. they probably take a slight edge there over Spring Mills. And Jefferson beating Washington twice, there's really no argument there, so I think there still will be a competitive sectional between those two teams. And uh the section one side should be competitive as well, even though Hedgesville uh I would think makes it out of there, but I think there still could be some good games mixed in. Yeah, I do as well. That will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Ken Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. We'll be back after this two-minute break. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 210. Oh, With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stephen Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Nats fans, the party is just getting started at Nats Park as the 2023 season is underway. Base it down the line, extra bases into the corner. Bring your natitude and cheer on Joey, CJ, Josiah, and all your favorite Nats players this spring. See you later. While you enjoy a beautiful day at the ballpark with cold drinks, great food, and unbelievable giveaways. Visit Nats.com slash tickets and join the fun. 
Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back. Go, 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 Colin. It's your birthday. You gonna party like it's your birthday? You gonna sip a party like it's go, your birthday? Go, no, because go, we have high school go, baseball today. Go, go, After. Go, After. We got a game we the next day. Like After that game. Maybe. All right. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix here. Uh, Colin's birthday, if you couldn't tell here. Is it? Ripe age of 25. Getting old. I know. They said uh, you can now rent a car. Eastern Panhandle talk that I'm now officially old because I'm the same amount of years away from being 30 than I am from being 20. So I'm officially old. Hey, you can in fact rent a car. That's also true. I so could you could rent, rent a yourselves car. a lux- You could rent yourself a luxury car for the weekend. That's a lot of money, though. That I Why would he don't do think that? I'd want to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's break down WVs out and rent cars. I don't think so. Hey, let's break down WVU's men's basketball non-conference schedule. Uh, Pretty, you know, a lot of home games here during the non-conference portion. Um, Missouri State, November 6th, November 10th, Monmouth, Jacksonville State, November 14th. And they'll be at the Fort Myers tip-off where they could either play Wisconsin, Virginia, or SMU for two games. Bellarmine at home, November 26th. Uh, the Big 12 Biggies battle has St. John's coming to Morgantown. Pitt for the backyard brawl on December 6th. Drexel in town on December 9th. The Basketball Hall of Fame Classic uh, has them taking on UMass on Saturday, December 16th. And then December 20th, Radford comes to town. Toledo comes to town the 23rd. And then they're I believe they're doing the Cleveland. Uh, yes. Whatever it is. Cleveland Classic, maybe. They're going to take on Ohio State December 30th. An interesting non-conference schedule. Obviously, a lot of home games. A lot of teams are paying to come to them. Uh, but an interesting, you know, they're going to potentially face Virginia, Wisconsin, or SMU. They're going to face St. John's in the Big 12 Big East battle. And then uh, UMass for the Hall of Fame Classic. And then Ohio State on that last day of non-conference play. Yeah, it's, uh, as a fan, I'll, I'm fine saying it, it. it's a cupcake non-conference schedule. It yeah, really is. It always is, it. though all of the teams and only maybe you could argue three games stand out to you if you want to put St. John's in that conversation in that Big 12 Big East battle because hopefully they're better with Patino as the coach but it will be his first year so it, it will be a lot of wait and see for that on who comes in and transfers to the St. John's program and then the the other two that I think are safe bets is Pitt at home and then Ohio State and Cleveland if you make that trip. And that same point goes for Pitt because it's a random Wednesday night. Yeah, why'd they make it a Wednesday night? I don't know. It's a Wednesday, December 6th game for a backyard brawl. Maybe it's because of TV, even though I don't know how much they I really I doubt it'll be a highly attended game. That far down. It, it still will be well attended because it's the backyard brawl. But for fans that are not really within the vicinity of Morgantown by about, I'd say, an hour maybe. It probably isn't going unless you have no other plans and no work the next day. Yeah. I mean, there's also 
the Virginia SMU game. That's definitely not a you know easy win necessarily. Depending, but on isn't that at play. a neutral site? Yeah, yeah, but it's not a neutral or an easy win. Yeah, that's is true. What we're saying, um, and I think Toledo is always a solid team in the MAC. They really are. So UMass hasn't had success in a long time, but they do have a little bit of history there. I mean. There's definitely worse teams you could be playing. You gotta have a few cupcakes on your schedule. You gotta make sure you get a couple of wins early in the year to build your confidence. So, you know, I don't yeah. hate the schedule necessarily for WVU. I think it's pretty average among uh, schools that are in the major conferences to have that kind of non-conference schedule. They're missing Marshall, of course. Which it's because Marshall's scared. I mean, is Marshall squared or WVU? WVU kind of has all the power in scheduling the games since they're the bigger school. So, um, besides that, though, I mean, it's a fine schedule, I think. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It doesn't matter since they play in the Big 12. They only have to win 18 games and they'll make the tournament. So Yeah, it really doesn't matter. Even if the Big 12 sucks next year. Which it won't, obviously. How do you know? Because they have Houston coming in. Yeah. They have Kansas still there. That's a blue blood. You'll still have Texas, Oklahoma. You'll still have Baylor. You never know. What did they do this year in the postseason? It's true. But what have they done all the years before that? That is true. Not every year, ever. I like that. What? The ringing kind of adds to the beat. All right, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by our seniors' home store. Not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding. Outdoor living is family-owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. Go to Orsinis.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll be joined by Travis the Beach Bajant. Travis the Beast Bajant, I should say, as uh, we're about five days away from the Pooling for the Rams fundraiser at the Mountaineer Pub on Mid-Atlantic Parkway, which will be there televising. We'll talk to him more about that after this two-minute break. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10 back in two minutes. Have you been smoking? Uh, I can smell it. Hickory. I'm going to watch you smoke the whole pack. Now and save at Orsini's today. Have you been smoking? Uh, I can smell it. Hickory. I'm going to watch you smoke the whole pack. Shut now and save at Orsini's today. April is National Donate Life Month. WVU Medicine is joining the effort to raise awareness for organ donation. Did you know that more than 100,000 people are waiting for life-saving organ transplants? One donor can save up to nine people through organ donation, provide sight for two people through cornea donation, and restore health for more than 150 people through tissue donation. Join WVU Medicine and help spread awareness about the gift of donation. And if you haven't registered, visit registerme.org. Here's to the grown-ups. Your car is now your office. Stage. Nursery. Shh. Sorry. Insuring it shouldn't be a headache. Erie, number one in the nation for highest satisfaction with the auto insurance purchase experience six years in a row. And with Erie, you get your own independent agent. Not a giant corporate call center or some online robot. You meet with a real person like this. Your local Erie agent in Martinsburg is Smallwood and Small Insurance. Get a quote at smallwoodandsmall.com. 
Erie Insurance. Shenandoah Community Health continues to offer COVID vaccinations and clinics each Saturday throughout the Martinsburg and Winchester areas. The COVID vaccinations and boosters are free to anybody age 12 and up. To find out more, call 304-263-4999 or visit Shenandoah Community Health's website. Get your COVID vaccination or booster free to anybody age 12 and up at any of the Saturday clinics hosted by Shenandoah Community Health in the Martinsburg and Winchester areas. Call 304-263-4999 today. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. We'll be joined here in a few moments as he's still en route to us on Eagle School Road, Travis Beast Bajant. But uh, we'll talk what we were talking about off the air earlier today. Uh, which teams will draft a quarterback in this year's 2023 NFL draft? We were talking about, Nick, you found out about 10 average a year quarterbacks get drafted, except for, what, 2015? Well, at least 10 have been drafted in every draft since 2000, except for 2015 and last year's draft. Seven were drafted in 15 and nine last year. So usually you're getting at least 10 guys picked and uh, you know we saw of course espn has ranked tyson major around 14th or 15th depending on uh, who you're talking about of the quarterbacks so we were trying to figure out or at least i was kind of trying to figure out and you guys were helping me as well uh you know what are the chances then that tyson gets picked based on who we think may actually take a quarterback in the draft so you know i've kind of ridden it out here i think obviously carolina houston indianapolis atlanta and tampa i have as teams that i think will probably take a quarterback in the first two rounds uh and then teams that might take a quarterback at some point in the draft i have as the or probably will but not guaranteed necessarily jets titans broncos raiders and washington the commanders and then i have teams that like they could depending on how they actually feel about their starting quarterback now which we don't really know due to multiple factors either they haven't had playoff success with that guy the guy's been injured a lot the guy needs a new contract whatever the case may be i say that's the dolphins the ravens the cowboys the vikings the packers and the seahawks or or maybe as well so that's kind of how i look at it so that's what i don't even know how many teams that's probably over half the league so there's a chance then, based yeah. on even those. What there's 16, I believe, coming out this year, 16 quarterbacks. But but uh, we're now joined by Travis Bajan here as he was fashionably late. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Thanks for no worries. No worries, no worries. Uh, we're about five days away from pulling for the Rams uh, fundraiser telethon that we'll be televising here on TV 10 and on YouTube. What uh, for those that weren't listening the other day? What's what is pulling for the Rams fundraiser? What is it going to do, and how many, how much money are you expecting to raise? Yeah, so this will be the second year of pulling for the Rams. We had a great first year. We raised fifty five thousand dollars for the Shepherd football team, which was an outstanding event. We are hoping to reach that number or surpass it again, and um, you can go to www.pullingfortherams.com. You'll find there's four packages you can spend a hundred dollars all up to that pimp daddy five thousand dollar range totally up to you we will take 
$10 there when we're at the telethon or $2, whatever you got. So if, you, if you're if you a Shepherd supporter, if you're a Tyson Bajan or some teammate is on the Rams, this is a great opportunity to make sure the money goes directly to the football program. And we have a new contest that will start today. All right. We would like anyone that wants to make a prediction as to if or when Tyson Bajan will get drafted, you will get, if you're correct, you will get that $5,000 package for free. It costs zero to enter the contest. But it costs a lot if you insult the beast. Well, that's a... He's going to do. Listen, I, I won't even read them until afterwards, but it will be. I will somehow see those. But it's simple rules, right? You'll go to... Um, pullingfortherams.com and in the contact you'll just make your prediction in there just say your name and if you predict the exact pick you win or if you predict the free agent team so there are two ways um, and if there are multiple winners everyone will get the $5,000 package wow so like let's yeah. put you three guys on the spot right away here. We would like a prediction and some sort of reason why you think that number. All right, hold on. I, um, I got a number. Let me make sure you state your name and your prediction. Spencer, uh, sixth round. I don't have a number overall, but I think they're going to go to the Washington Commanders. Sixth round. So when you you either need to go sixth round pick, whatever. So what is it? There's 250 picks. I think uh, yeah. we. I looked because my guess was 262. It's actually 259 this year. Okay, so 259. Exact. So we either need a number or a priority free agent team or. Free agent team. You don't even have to put prior. Sixth round, can... 193rd overall. 193rd overall. Now, what on earth would make you think that we are going to wait that long to get drafted, young man? <laughs> I don't know. I've just been seeing all these mock drafts and, you know, the quarterback's the quarterback. And, you know, sadly, for what it's worth, we've been talking about it. And, you know, even we were Robert Griffin III talked talking about, about it. He said D2. That's the problem. So what's the, the that's benefit? The big problem. I want to know what is the benefit of a scout and or team to release the truth to any media outlet? Zero. Absolutely zero, right? Okay. So the only way so honestly, the needle never moves. If you go back to the mock draft, the same three hundred names are on there, they're just in a slightly different order. Yeah. There is no positive information. What could a scout possibly gain by telling anybody the truth? I am telling you right now, Eastern Panhandle, that man's not going past the fifth quarterback taken. So listen, the sixth quarterback that gets taken is going to be Tyson or before that. There ain't going to be the the Jaron Halls and Jake Haynards, those guys are not going ahead of that guy because we've been in the room with those guys. I'm telling you, that number's absurd. Let's hear the other numbers. All right, how about let's go. Let's go. Fifth round, 152. 
It was that, is this your new prediction? Yeah, my no, new no, no, no. You are locked in on getting us getting picked 2044. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> See what I mean? I'm getting excited here. Uh, at least I was talking while you were talking. So Beautiful. All right, so your prediction is 193. 193, and that would put him with the Washington Commanders. Man, that means he could still live at home. I'm looking at Washington's picks as well because I told you when you were in here, I said those two lockers are empty right next to their starting quarterback, and one of them's going to be filled by Tyson. So if you're telling me he's going to be picked before, don't, that no, no, this is round, not just me. This me, is don't 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 sway your pick. Don't sway your pick. pick One fifty. That fine. Pick one fifty. That's round five. <laughs> We good here? I feel like that I've threatened you guys in some fashion as to change your picks. What are we talking about? Okay. Well, I mean, I, you said we have to put it in the email, so it, I might, have, it might change by yeah, then. I have to my your face, it's pick 150. 150, no problem. So 150, 193. 193. Are you sure? 193? Man. I just, I just think, honestly, this is my opinion. I think the Tom f- Brady. My thought here is they're going to pick those quarterbacks in the first round, and then they're not going to pick quarterbacks for a while. So I think he'll be the fourth or fifth, maybe sixth quarterback picked. But I don't think they pick again. I think they miss the third and fourth round, and, the, and then maybe the fourth quarterback goes in the fifth round. But I, you know, I like it. I like it. I like it. So do you want me to go over my pick real quick? You, you still the, have Nick. Yeah, I know, but I want to give Nick. I, I think I can help Nick out with my pick. All right, I've got. A, I, I want to get some more. Stuff mark for it you. down. The number one pick in the draft, ladies and gentlemen, Tyson Bajan. No reason to tell anybody until it happens. Hey, how about uh, Joey Fisher, 99th overall, predicted yesterday uh, in uh, ESPN's draft by, who was it? Yeah, Mel Kuyper Kuyper? uh, in his three-round mock draft has him going 99 to the 49ers. Unbelievable turn of events around here. Joey Fisher is It could be a record for two players drafted and from a school. I think two quarterbacks drafted from one school in one draft, I think at least two players would be a record, I think. I could be wrong. And to the uh, to the ordinary football fan, if you look like a NFL lineman and then they grade you on who's the biggest, who's the strongest, and who's the fastest, and you are – I mean, he's the strongest and the fastest, and he looks like one of the guys. So Joey Fisher – uh, Ernie McCook told me during the COVID year to hang tight. Don't be so quick to jump ship because we're not playing the season. I think he sensed that I could be possibly unloyal and jump shop there because Shepard wasn't playing football and that yeah. the D2 one programs were. And I remember in the parking lot him looking at me and said, Travis, Joey Fisher's going to bring a lot of NFL scouts around here and Tyson's going to benefit from it. Not the other way around. And that's huge. That was back then, right? I think the perception now has changed a little bit to where it really, but let's just be completely honest. Joey could have been then, was, and could still be the reason all those scouts were there. And yeah. when you bench, I mean, imagine if he doesn't hurt his hand, how many That's reps, what we were, we were actually talking about that yesterday on the reps. show. I said, well, they stop you at 40. I said, first of all, since when? That's always been the case for well how did we get to 51 how did we get to 51 being a record i think back then they might not have but when was i got news for you nobody was stopping joy the other day except his triceps (laughs) i will tell you something at least when we tried to catch up with joey after the pro day 
we had to wait a little bit because it was like scout after scout after scout and we were like we'll hang out here all day he can go get himself those bags we'll, we'll let him talk to those scouts and we'll hang out till he's done talking to the scouts two things i noticed that jet scouts worked joey out like a beast yeah like he, he was, was there grabbing yeah, he was his there, there wednesday and the next thing is and wyatt finish. wyatt did a terrible job at being joey's partner Wow. I told Wyatt, I'm like, Wyatt's the first rep, the first rep, you should have did a back handspring tuck. So I Be- said. I said, you got to sell it like he's the best offensive lineman ever. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, then he gets taken out. We should have went, go went through four guys. We yeah, should have had it all set up. Eight. Yeah, we should have had it all set up. Four <laughs> actors come in. I don't think that's what NFL scouts All right, Nick never mentioned. Well, it's tough, you know, because it we is. don't that's know. I know. Listen, I know that Nick. Why you th- I'm sitting closest to Nick, and I went crazy on the very first one, <laughs> wondering what type of pressure would be put on Nick at this exact moment in his life. And Nick, I want you to be completely honest. You do not have to be nervous. Yeah. There's nothing weird's going to happen. I have, you know, I mean, you should not go back in time and read about some problems I've had. It, but for the truth is, is I'm a changed man. Nick, you say whatever's on your mind. Well, I, I still think it's you know a tough prediction here because Tyson, you know, we know he visited Washington. Obviously, I don't know every team he's visited, but also I know that that doesn't necessarily mean anything because sometimes teams visit guys and don't take any of those guys that they visited. So you know, it's tough to really read. Um, I think you know maybe he ends up with a team like the Minnesota Vikings or the Bears, which would be a great spot for him if Kirk Cousins doesn't work out. You got a ton of weapons there in Minnesota. I think the Vikings are a team that uh, could potentially be looking at a young guy to come in and learn behind Kirk Cousins for a year or two and then see what he's got. So I think fifth round. One thing, Minnesota does not possess the first pick. They don't know. Okay, just wanted to make sure that they didn't trade up here the last half hour when I was driving over here. (laughs) Go ahead, Nick. Sorry. So I'm going to go with uh, pick 158 to Minnesota. 158. So we're 158. I said 150. 150, 158, 193, and number one overall. There are our four first official picks. There we go. You guys do not have to go on the website in order to make your prediction. It's already out there. What if you forget? We have it recorded. However. It'll be recorded. I'll just send the audio file. Trust me. One of you three will not forget (laughs) if you hit this. This will be awesome, right? This will be the beginning of the show. For the next year and a half. Yeah. That prediction, right? And, yeah. and, and it should be. Um, but if you want to make that prediction and you want to have some fun, just know that no one's going to be disrespected. We're all totally tickled to death to even be in and this And for those that want to do it, what's the email again that they can do so? It's no, not an email. It's thepullingfortherams.com and just go to the contact. So you don't have okay, to buy so anything. You can just do there. Okay. But there while go. you're there... Check out the packages. Maybe you should check out the packages. And I just want to put this out there. Probably shouldn't do this, but I'm just going to do it. Every person in the Eastern Panhandle is welcome to the Mountaineer Pub on next Wednesday for the Pulling for the Rams telethon. From 6 to 9. So a lot of you people got some personal invites, and I know we're going to pack that place, but I am completely okay if 7,000 people show up to the Mountaineer next Wednesday. So I, I, I wanted to make this like clear that. because I don't think uh, we talked a little bit about it. Do these packages include a table for you to be at, food, drink, whatever? What What's the full thing entail for the Mountaineer pub side of things, if you know? 
if you come to the Mountaineer Pub and you have bought any of the packages, or if you don't plan on buying the packages, you will get treated exactly the same, which means there are no tables. There will be nowhere to sit at the Mountaineer. Okay. It is going to be an unbelievable meet and greet. You walk in the door, Coach McCook and Coach Cater are going to be there to shake hands. Then you're going to make your way over to take your VIP photo with Joey Fisher, Brian Walker, Tyson Bajan, and Ronnie Brown. And then you'll be the YouTube channels will be on, will be what I think we should set up in the back if the weather's good. Um, and I will have the arm wrestling table there. We will be thinking people like um, Larry DeMarco and Modern Renovations, who have already bought a $1,000 package, along with RNL Lawn Care and Jefferson Asphalt. And the names just go on and on. And if I, uh, Weather Holtz Bell Bonding, all of our special friends during that four hour telethon, we will be recognizing them. If any person that can hear my voice thinks that you can beat me in arm wrestling and you've been intrigued by it at any capacity in your life, this is the best opportunity for you to come there. You beat the champ, bam, that $5,000 package along with $100,000 in cash. I, if you can hear my voice, bring your butt to the Mountaineer Pub next Wednesday for the pre-draft party. And right. and Joey Fisher, just so we set all this out there, the last year now, I arm wrestled the entire team. Yeah. And one of the special things that I like to do is take the spotlight off the beast sometimes. Right? The last match... I planned it so I would let Joey win that match so everyone would go crazy. And it didn't have to be all about Travis Bajan, right? Well, since that day, I don't think Joey knows that I let him win. <laughs> so if Joey or Joey's dad would like to put up Joey's signing bonus. I think Joey's dad is listening. If Joey's dad or Joey it wants to put up Joey's signing bonus, then I will whack Joey on Wednesday night, next Wednesday. And that's going towards the fine that you already gave us earlier, right? 100%. All right, I've got a question for you if you can confirm or deny it. We heard this today. Did Tyson score the second highest Wonderlick score behind Bryce Young? Negative. There we go. Because it wasn't the Wonderlick, it's the new S2 cognitive test. Okay. And Tyson was in the upper high 90s, and there's only been about four dudes in the history of the test that have scored over a 95. I saw and Bryce Young scored like a 98 or something. He got a 98, and right below him is your boy. Your boy chilling here in Martinsburg, West Virginia. The second highest quarterback. It's just a new test, not Wonderland. 100%. Okay. Yep. The S2 cognitive test, and that is all a kind of a – Underlying for some reason they don't want to just let those like public test out, but it's pretty public if you did good, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Really bad. It's really public if you did bad, and I heard well, we someone we, we did were here. really bad. Yes, yeah, he's but CJ I'm not Stratton talking about the best. But yeah, yeah. and you heard, know a, what it, heard another player years ago didn't do it, didn't do really well. That was he, the Wonderlick though. Yeah, that was the Wonderlick. He got a 13, and now he's trying to get a new contract, but he doesn't have an agent, and now he's holding out. Really, Lamar, Lamar Jackson got a, got a 13. Tyson got a 27 on the Wonderlick too, which was really high. All right, he did well. All right, well, uh, Tyson's got 99 problems, but being smart ain't one. <laughs>
Pooling for the Rams next Wednesday at the Mountaineer Pub, 6 to 9 p.m. We'll have it for you airing it, but you can come out there and you can go online to poolingfortherams.com to make your selections on those packages. We'll have you on a couple times next week to pump this out some more, but thanks for coming on. Thanks for making the trip up here again. Always a pleasure being in the building. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Go to hagerstownford.com for more. On the side of this break, we'll wrap things up on this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us. We were joined by the Beast, Travis Bajant, last segment to talk about the Pooling for the Rams fundraiser, that is Telethon, that's next Wednesday at the Mountaineer Pub. We'll be airing that on TV and on WRNR TV on YouTube from 6 to 9. Come out to the Mountaineer Pub and join everyone and uh, heard everything that's going to go on. Plus, make your predictions on PoolingForTheRams.com under the contact where Tyson Bajant will be drafted. The winner gets the $5,000 package for free segment sponsored in part by the mayor's group and ameriprise financial advisors john everson and phil mccoy stop by 1270 winchester avenue in martinsburg call 304-263-4343 and uh, we'll continue where we left off before travis joined us in studio which teams are going to draft a quarterback we're talking about at the end there the average is about 10 teams 10 per year 10 or 11 per year about 10 
Uh, but, you know, as, as low as 7, as much as 14 is typically kind of where you see that range fall into. Uh, I can't completely remember exactly where we were. Yeah, so I just went over the teams that I thought were for sure going to take quarterback and then some that I thought either probably would, but you know, not necessarily a guy team that looking for a starter. And then uh, kind of some teams that we thought maybe um, would be surprises. Would be surprises, but you wouldn't be completely shocked depending on how they feel about injuries or a contract with their current quarterback, whatever the case may be, or maybe just playoff success hasn't been there like Minnesota or Dallas, um, and potentially they take a quarterback. So in total, that's 16, but we have about 11 maybes or yeses, and then kind of five teams that we think maybe they added another team or two in there probably takes one. So, you know, there's a chance definitely for Tyson here, and you know we're hearing all sorts of things now because, I mean, how much closer to a reliable source can you get than the man's father, right? And, exactly. And we know that Travis does kind of blow things out of proportion. Obviously, Tyson's not going number one in the draft, uh, even though, you know, that's what he wants to see and what all of us would like to see. That'd be really cool. But the actual chance of that is probably zero. But um, what he's telling us, you know, you got to believe is somewhat true and in terms of these teams are high on Tyson when they speak with him. We know the uh, intelligence scores were good, which certainly don't hurt you at all. Uh, how much do they help? I don't know uh, because there's guys that have scored really high on that, and obviously that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a great football player, but it doesn't mean – but what it does mean is you're probably not going to get in trouble off the field. You're probably going to be uh, a good guy to work with and, and stuff like that. So um, – from that point of view, you know, there are a lot of positives. There's no negatives to scoring high on an intelligence test. So from that point, you know, I think that certainly helps a little bit, but it doesn't necessarily increase his stock that much. But I think there's a lot of other things that you can like about Tyson Pageant's game, and we'll see uh, how this draft process plays out. But I'm not sure if I'm I'm sold on all of the reports all the mock drafts, like he said, and all the, the view, if I'm sold on him being maybe the fifth or sixth quarterback off the board, I don't know. I think it's probably somewhere in between, realistically. Yeah. I mean, I think my projection of sixth round is a good projection. I think sixth, fifth, sixth, seventh is kind of the range that we've said from the beginning, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. And, and then you as look up, at all the quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, we've listed off, what, five guaranteed teams that are probably going to draft so Bryce Young Will Levis CJ Stroud Anthony Richardson is four guys and then who do you put at five Hooker, Hooker. yeah so Hendon Hooker goes five but after that it's guys that I guess are all battling and do teams go for a D1 guy because you still got Max Duggan there Heisman winner you still got Stenson Bennett there back-to-back national champions yeah what, what route do they go, or do they take a the chance like on Tyson Bates? Tanner McKees, mm-hmm. the Clayton Toons, a few others in there that I'm blanking on their names. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. 
Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. Draft begins next Thursday night, Friday night, and then into Saturday. But that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. We'll have EPAC baseball tonight, 6.30 pregame, 7 p.m. First pitch, Spring Mills and Martinsburg. Martinsburg's Hall of Fame night. Then tomorrow, Martinsburg takes on Grace Academy out of Hagerstown. 10 a.m. first pitch, 9.40 pregame show. And then the Nationals on the air, 2.10 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. A 1.30 pregame, 1.35 pregame show. And then we'll join them in progress tonight against the Twins for a three-game weekend set. Thanks to Travis Bajan for coming in for Colin McLaughlin. They have birthday boy for Nick Verzlini. I'm Spencer Police saying so long. We'll talk to you on Monday in the games tonight. Locally owned, locally operated, and proud to support our local community. Talk Radio WRNR, Martinsburg, Inwood, Berkeley Springs.